AI, such as ChatGPT, going to change the internet and more specifically, what we as website owners do? My name is Tim Van Milligan, and this is the Customer Secrets Podcast. Normally, we talk specifically about personality, but today I thought I'd talk a little bit about what's been on my mind recently, and that's ChatGPT. Uh, basically, how is it going to change the internet? You know, everybody says that it has this vast potential. And I'm trying to get ahead of it because I'm a business owner and I have a website and I want to know what I'm going to have to do differently in the future based on chat GPT. So the first thing that I have done differently, and this is kind of like right off the bat, is product descriptions on my website. So in the past, I'm pretty good at copywriting because I'm a logistical, which means that um, I have a logistical bent in the Myers-Briggs. You would call these people the SJs, where you know, we have the letters S and the letter J in our Myers-Briggs personality type. So S stands for sensing, J is for judging. When you put them together, it makes a unique type of individual and I call them the logisticals. So we have this uh, bent in life to process things in sequential order. So when I write copy, I'm pretty good at it because I see the end, you know, that's that judging trait. I see the end before I start writing. So when I write like a product description, I'll tear apart the product and look for, you know, basically three things, you know, the features, the benefits of the product, and then the experiences. So, you know, a feature is, you know, like color. It's, it's a physical part of what makes up the product. You know, it might be, you know, made out of metal versus plastic. Those are features. The benefit is what a feature does for you. So, you know, made out of metal means it's durable as compared to being made out of plastic. Uh, color is a little bit harder to do as a benefit, but, you know, there are, you know, when people are buying cosmetics, color is a benefit. They, you know, that, that they can match, you know, to what you're wearing or your skin tone or, or whatever. Um, the experience is, you know, taking it one step further. You know, what is going to happen to you in the future once you have that benefit? Um, and so those are the kinds of things that I'm going through my mind as I'm writing copy. And it does take a while to do that, you know, because you got to first you come up with a list of features. And I try to get as many features as possible, you know, take for an example, like a Bic ballpoint pen, you know, so what are the features of that? Well, you got the little rolling ball in there, you got the plastic handle, you got the grip, um, you got maybe the color of the ink in there, um, and then the cap, and you know, the cap has a little clip on it, so you could put it in your pocket. 
you know, those are features and the benefits is, you know, what it can do for you. You know, we already talked about the little clip, the little clip, the benefit is you can put it in your pocket and it doesn't fall out when you bend over to pick up another item that's fell out of your pocket. <laughs> so those are benefits. And, you know, so for every feature, there should be a benefit. So you have to match them up. Um, so now you, you kind of double the work there and then you try to get, you know, what's the experience. So then it's triple the amount of work there. So all this takes time. And so what I found is a really good shortcut is to use chat GPT. So I'll find an item and then I'll, and, and this, I didn't, I didn't, steal this idea from chat GPT. This idea has been around for a long time. You know, I credit it to Jay Abraham where I heard it and he calls it the Amazon copywriting method. So you go on to Amazon and you find a similar product to what you're selling and you look at the reviews and what people say about the product. You know, all the things that it did for them, you know, all the features that it has that they like, and so what you do is you just copy all those uh, features and benefits that you see in the reviews. And from that, you generate your copy. And, and I credit this to Jay Abraham where I first heard it. But what I do now is even, you know, going through the features and benefit list takes time. So what you can do is scrape all those features and benefits from the reviews on Amazon, you just collect them all as a, just a list. And then you go into ChatGPT and you say, write me a product description for this item using all these features and benefits from these reviews. And you just, you know, copy paste them all in there. And it they don't have to be numbered. They don't have to be anything. They're just in there. And then ChatGPT, it does the hard work for you. You know, and it takes all those reviews and those testimonials and it, in, it's less than 10 seconds. It spits out the copy for you. So that is my first use of ChatGPT. And it's, it just, you know, and, and I credit this to Dean Jackson, who is another internet guru. Chat GPT is really good for is writing book reports. So, you know, tell me about, and then you enter the subject line, and then Chat GPT will scour the web and find everything you need that has ever been written about it, and it will write a description for you. And so, this goes to what is called in the internet terms, and, you know, it, it, when you're generating content. It's called the skyscraper technique. In the skyscraper technique, you, you know, you have this city of buildings and you want your building, your website to be the tallest skyscraper, to have the most information that stands out among all the other websites out there. And this is called the skyscraper technique. And so what you do, you know, you're going to write a product review or not a, a review a product description and you want it to be long and you want it to contain all the information that's ever been written about it before and so 
This is perfect for ChatGPT. It's going to do the hard work for you. You know, you tell it, I want a description on this item. It goes out and it writes it for you. And you can tell it how many words you want. You know, I want 3,000 words. And so it's going to create all the content for you in 10 seconds. <laughs> and this is what everybody on the Internet is doing right now. They are using this feature of ChatGPT to create mountains of skyscrapers. And so I got to thinking about this. If everybody's generating all this great information, and I have a website, and I have to compete against those people, what are my odds of surviving? You know, basically what it comes down to is people finding my website versus finding somebody else's. And this is where Google gets involved because Google is going to search the internet and catalog every website and rank it on how useful it is to a reader. Um, and this is the search engine results. You know, you want to rank high in the search engine results. So Google is ranking my website versus somebody else's. And if we're both using ChatGPT, who is going to rank higher? Furthermore, um, you got to understand what Google does. You know, Google is digitizing all the information on the website. And, it, you know, and basically to digitize it means turn it into ones and zeros. And ChatGPT is creating ones and zeros. So as fast as ChatGPT is creating content, Google has to index it. So there's this race right now. Google is trying to index everything that ChatGPT is creating. And Google's going to lose because ChatGPT can just turn on the afterburners and just generate so much more content than Google can index. And so Google has said that it's not going to index content that was created with an AI like ChatGPT. But ChatGPT is so good, it's very hard to distinguish it from content written by a human. So what does that mean? So Google is going to have to index it, and but they're going to lose. They, they just can't take it all in. And what I have come to realize is that I'm going to, you know, it's, it's hard enough to compete against these other websites that are also using ChatGPT. Right now it's a race. Who can be the first? But in 10 months, everybody's going to be using it. And so now it's like who has the best content that Google's going to index? Well, the content is going to be fairly generic. It's all going to be really good. It's going to be phenomenal. So do I want to spend my time creating content when somebody else is going to scrape the information off my website and just duplicate it, you know, but rearranging the content using ChatGPT and make it even better than what I created? 
so I'm I'm kind of in this crossroads right now where I'm thinking, man, something's gonna have to change. Um, and basically, it's even worse than that because you know I think I'm cr- competing against another website that's creating content, but in reality, I'm competing against ChatGPT or you know any AI that's generating text or content for my website. Let me give you an example. So, you know, normally if you're searching for something on the internet and you're going to go to Google and you're going to type it in, um, Google's going to go out and give you a list of websites where you might find that information. But now I could go to ChatGPT and ask the same question and instead of being giving a list of websites to go track down, it just spits out the answer. So, you know, for example, you know, right before I was doing this podcast, I went into ChatGPT and I said, you know, what is the personality type of Victor E. Frankl? And he was the guy that was uh, in uh, um, one of the German concentration camps during World War II. And he wrote the book, uh, Man's Search for Meaning. And so I just wanted to know, you know, what is his personality type in Myers-Briggs? And so I typed it in there and it <laughs> it came back with INTJ, which puts him as the strategist. Um and then it, it says, well, Myers-Briggs isn't that good, but so you can't really trust it. But, uh, you know, INTJ is probably what I would have put him as, too, based on the writings that he wrote. Um, and so I didn't have to search a whole bunch of websites to find that information. So I am now competing against ChatGPT. I'm not competing against other websites. So how do we compete against something like that? How do we get somebody, a real human, to come to our website rather than going to, you know, ChatGPT? Or, you know, in the future it's going to be Bing and, you know, Google is going to be right behind them putting out their own AI. So you just, and and I, I, I think Google loves this because at that point, they no longer have to crawl the internet searching for new information, <laughs> or they don't have to put a high priority on it, because you know that the AI is 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 already got a mountain of data, and it can write any amount of content that you want, and it's it's good and it's accurate data. The only thing that Google needs is you know current events. You know, so they're going to scrape newspaper websites. But everybody else, you know, anybody that's ever written on subjects like personality, really, you know, that information doesn't change. Um, Unless there's a new idea out there. And even, you know, I consider the, the personality marketing system that I created, and I call it the human army, um, it's relatively new and it's relatively obscure but my website's been out there for a long time now. So that information, I have to assume, has already been scraped up. 
so stuff that's called evergreen content, like, you know, personality, you know, understanding human personality, that's evergreen content. It's probably not going to change. You know, you go back to, you know, the, the Greeks, the ancient Greeks, you know, Hippocrates was the first one that came up with the four humors. That data is out there um, and it's not going to change. So just how you interpret it, how you write it down and put it on a website, you know, that, that's easy now with ChatGPT. So again, how do we compete against ChatGPT to get real humans to come to our website? Because if they don't come to our website, they're not going to buy from us. So, you know, technique number one is, you know, you got to come up with new content that has never been before been thrown out there on the Internet. But then, you know, in 10 minutes, ChatGPT can scrape it up. So that's kind of a losing battle right there. You know, that's, you know, that's what I'm thinking about. Um, so what I think is going to be good content that people want is and it, you know and this is not a new idea either and it's you know having an app on your website you know a useful tool that people can use um, you know on my rocketry website I might have my app you know that predicts how high a rocket goes because chat GPT won't be able to figure that out un until the rocket is real life and other people have flown it but if you're designing a rocket and you don't know how high it's going to go um, having a tool on your website will attract people to come to your website but i you know i hesitate to put that out there because how many new tools can we create you know this is a strategy and, and it's not a it's a hard strategy it's not an easy strategy and it's not really a tactic unless you have a whole bunch of ideas that you can create. Ooh, that kind of gives me an idea. You know, maybe I can use chat GPT to say um, what kinds of new applications could I create on my website? I'm going to type this in right now. What kinds of new applications? Applications can I create on my website for uh, personality temperament that people might want to use? Question mark. Let's see what chat comes up with. There are many potential applications. One is a personality quiz. Two is compatibility tests. Three is a personality-based job matching. Number four, personalized coaching. Number five, socialized network. Um, number six, mood tracking. Number seven, personality-based recommendations. Use So these, this is actually pretty good. You know, because if, if you want to get people to come to your website and you need an application, so you use ChatGPT to come up with ideas and then see if one sticks. 
Um, now, all of these ideas have been used before. They're already out there on other people's websites. You know, personality quizzes, they're a dime a dozen. Um, compatibility tests, you know, those are a dime a dozen. Um, Personality-based job matching, again, it's been done. Um, so, but, but, even though it's been done, can it be done better? Can what you create using, you know, an application, can you, can you create a more useful application than somebody else? This has potential. Um, so then I'm thinking, what other things can we put on our website that will draw people to us that ChatGPT cannot create on its own? Um, I was thinking artwork, you know, create cool images, but, you know, that's... You know, Dolly, which is also created by OpenAI, is already working on that. And so, again, people are going to create their own images without coming to my website to get them. So I would like to hear your thoughts on this topic. You know, what would you put on your website that would draw people to your website that ChatGPT is not going to be able to do very easily. So go ahead and email me. My email address is tvm, like Tango Victor Mike, or Tim Van Milligan, at customersecrets.com. Um, and another thing that I would like to do, you know, with that same email address is if you would like to be typed, and this is, <laughs> this is an application, um, if you'd like to be typed in a live setting here on this website or on this podcast, go ahead and send me an email. Again, my email is tvm at customersecrets.com. You know, and, and secrets has an S on the very end. It's plural because there's multiple secrets. Um, and that's kind of what we've been talking about today is what's the future secret that we need to have on our website to get people to come to us rather than going to chat GPT. So um, it's a shorter episode this week and I appreciate you being here. Uh, we will be back in the future time same channel <laughs> so thanks for coming and i'll see you then